My name is Shaji Kumar. I am a consultant in the Division of Hematology at Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota. We were interested in examining the combination of exasmib, lenalidomide, dexamethasone, and dretimumab for a variety of different reasons. The combination of exasmib, lenalidomide, and dexamethasone has been studied in newly diagnosed myeloma, and the combination has been shown to be quite effective, comparable to what we have seen with bortezomib, lenalidomide, and dexamethasone, but with increased convenience of an all-oral regimen. Dretimumab has been studied in combination with both bortezomib and lenalidomide in relapsed patients, and also in combination with bortezomib, melphalan, and prednisone in newly diagnosed myeloma patients. So we wanted to examine if we can maximize the efficacy of these three different classes of drugs in patients with newly diagnosed myeloma in a combination strategy to see if we can get really deep responses. So we treated patients with newly diagnosed myeloma with a combination of exasmib, lenalidomide, dexamethasone, and teratimumab. The median age of the patients was 62 years. About a quarter of the patients had high-risk cytogenetic abnormalities. The dosing and schedule of the treatments were similar to what has been described for these drugs. They were given in 28-day cycles. Patients continued on all four drugs for 12 cycles, after which they went on a maintenance with dratumumab and exasimib, given less frequently. Patients could go to stem cell collection after four cycles of therapy and then proceed to stem cell transplant if they so desired. At the latest data cutoff, we had administered a median of nine cycles of therapy with a minimum of four cycles of therapy in all the patients. What we found was that the combination was quite effective with nearly all the patients having a partial response or better to the combination therapy. We did see fairly rapid responses and deep responses. The overall response rate was 100% with almost 16% of patients having a complete response or better at the median of nine cycles of therapy. Three patients had progressed at six cycles after eight cycles and after 14 cycles of treatment. An additional six patients had gone off to get stem cell transplant. The four-drug regimen was well-tolerated with uh, very few patients requiring dose modifications, with most of the dose modifications limited to lenalidomide and dexamethasone. Overall, the regimen was well-tolerated with limited number of grade 3 and 4 adverse events. Most of it was related to neutropenia, lymphopenia, and fatigue. The quadruplets offer the possibility that we can actually get deep responses, including minimal residual disease negative status in patients sooner than what we have been able to, and in more number of patients than we have been able to with the three-drug regimen. If we can actually do that, then there's a real possibility we can give treatments for a defined duration of time and then completely stop, unlike the current paradigm where patients continue on maintenance until disease progression. So if you are able to achieve that, then these four-drug regimens, even though they are quite expensive, may turn out to be a better value proposition by not keeping patients long-term, both from a cost of treatment perspective as well as the treatment-related side effects. So now that we have the data with the four-drug regimen from this relatively small study, the question is, what do we do next? One of the options that we are pursuing right now is a very similar study but using less amount of dexamethasone. As we all know, dexamethasone does have significant side effects associated with it. So the hypothesis is that maybe we don't need as much of dexamethasone since these three drugs are so effective. Another phase two trial with 38 patients currently enrolling where patients will have their dexamethasone discontinued after the first two cycles of therapy. 
we hope that these results will also form the basis for future phase 3 trial designs which will be looking at the question of limited duration of quadruplet therapy versus the current paradigm of triplet followed by maintenance